Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. This is interview one of two of Matt Zinman. Matt is a personal success trainer whose experiences as an entrepreneur, athlete, single parent, caretaker, consultant, and nonprofit founder drive him to be a difference maker and positively impact as many people as possible. Matt is the author of the book, Z-isms, Insights to Live By. Welcome, Matt. Thank you for joining us today. It's great to be with you, Christina. Thank you. Well, uh, we're doing a a two-session, essentially, podcast. So for this first one, I would love you to share a little bit more about your background uh, so our listeners get to know you a little better. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I am uh, in the Philadelphia area. I've, I've been here my whole life. Uh, went to Temple University and um, uh, very much uh, through, through those early years and beyond up until now have been very much into ice hockey. Uh, played for my high school, uh, captained my college, and uh, I played for Team USA at one point. It's about as far as my career went. And then uh, I uh, went into the field of marketing and public relations and was in that field for about 10, 15 years, started my own company in 2002, um, and then did that for a few years as well, and then shifted over into the world of internships and apprenticeships for the, uh, for the fact that that's something that I'd always had a passion about and working with students, and uh, formed a nonprofit in, in 2007 called the Internship Institute, and uh, that's mainly to work with employers. A lot of people think, oh, well, you know, recruit students or what schools, but we really focus on the opportunity of of the internships and apprenticeships and setting those programs up and making them better. And then uh, that's been another 15 years. So I'm adding a new chapter now with uh, with being here with you today. <laughs> and literally a new chapter with you just published your book. Can you t- tell us a little more about that? Thank you. Yeah. So uh, Z-isms uh, is insights to live by. And uh, for your international listeners, we'll translate to Z-isms. I've, I've, <laughs> come, I've come across that. Still the 26th letter. And, uh, and there's, there's, there's a hyphen. And uh, a lot of people, you know, the, the initial question is, well, what's a Z-ism? Because people think it's, you know, quips or quotes, and that's really, not really quite what it's about. It's a book. And yet we're talking about pearls of wisdom and, um, and original wit experiences. But the the purpose being to positively impact as many people as possible. So everyone has these insights to live by. So uh, it's, uh, although I have that affinity for the Z, uh, I, it's something that's applicable to everyone. So um, we definitely want to focus on defeating worry and anxiety. Uh, it, this year, 2020, I think has brought a lot of worry and anxiety for people. So can you share your zisms for this area? Sure. So the 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 foundation of at, at the beginning of the book is around the topic of earned confidence, and it's very straightforward. It, it it's basically for everyone to realize, quite simply, that we've been through everything that we have in our lives, whether you're younger or otherwise, and we're still standing. Christina, right? Yes. <laughs> so uh, there's uh, there's a pretty sensible logic that if you've made it through everything that you have in the past, that that will continue. Whether we don't really have a choice, right? Let's let's face that, and and that we're going to deal with the real. And so when you look at things like worry and anxiety and stress, 
typically those things to a certain degree are about the things that have yet to happen or may not happen at all. So you know, that's a lot of negative energy and uh, it's, it's really important to manage in a number of ways. You know, for one, you know, we're not, we're not born warriors, right? This is not a, this is not an innate characteristic. This is something that's learned that has to be unlearned uh, to, uh, to uh, a certain degree. And it's something that's a habit. So the main thing that you need to do if you are someone who has a tendency to worry is to hopefully catch yourself when it happens and, and stop it in its tracks. But often it might be after that thing that you're worried about never happened. And you have to be, uh, um, con- you know, confront yourself essentially and ask, you know, what did I do? What did I do to myself in terms of that negativity and stress that I imposed unnecessarily? What did I do to others unnecessarily if I was leaning on them about something I worried about that didn't come to be? So in that way, we have a personal responsibility to ourselves uh, in terms of how we manage our energy for ourselves and staying present. But we also have that responsibility in terms of what we impose on others. And um, it's not to say, hey, you know, in dealing with the real, isn't there plenty enough going on that uh, that we can focus our energies in the present? Nice. So how do we stay in that present? So I believe everything is really rooted in gratitude. Uh, at the foundation of it, and it's it's a it's a well known uh, a fact that uh, gratitude uh, has uh, a, a number of benefits in terms of our in terms of our health, in terms of us staying present, in terms of our life enrichment. Uh, a number of people will take that uh, out to the law of attraction. Uh, for in terms of uh, whoever might be familiar with that. Um, and there is something later in the book about amplifying gratitude. Uh, but in, in my view, if I, if I may, just uh, in mentioning it, in summarizing the law of attraction, to me, that has to do along the lines of that what you expect tends to happen. That's really yeah. the short of it. And so if you factor that back into worrying, Right. If you're if you're a worrier and you're talking about things that you setting an expectation of things that you don't want to happen, and if there is a truth to the law of attraction, you may in fact be the cause of the thing that you the very thing that you don't want to happen for yourself or anyone else. So uh if you are a worrier and you are a believer in the law of attraction, uh you are in conflict with yourself in this way. Uh, the law of attraction, there's actually some neuroscience behind that as well, right? So we develop a belief and our brain does what we can to support that belief, right? Otherwise, we're, uh, what was it? Uh, cognitive bias, uh, dissonant, uh, cognitive dissonance, right. right? So it works to support that belief. So yeah, definitely. I can see how we need to make sure and get our minds in the right space. I mean, I, so speaking of that, oh, go ahead. Well, I think, I think it's important because some people are very doubtful of it and that's, you know, that's fine, but there are certain principles about it that are really universal, like positive energy, gratitude, yeah. like positive energy can bring, you know, bring us more of what we want into our lives. Oh yeah. So you know, if that's as far as you want to get with the law of attraction, stay there. <laughs> That's just fine. <Yeah. laughs> Stay positive. Um, keep your expectations positive, and uh, you don't have to believe in it. Whether you know it's still there anyway, uh, yeah. and, and just you know behave in that way, and, and life will be better. Exactly. So now, also affected by this is our mood health. 
Can you speak a little bit more about that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the things that we we look to in terms of our daily experience has to do with these life filters. And earned confidence is certainly a big part of that. So in terms of t- staying present, right? Not letting yourself be off and um, caught up in, in worry or anxiety or, or even regret for that matter. So that's part one. Uh, perception is certainly another part of it. We explore that. And and mood health is, is a huge one um, and, and very prominent uh, at, at this point uh, in time as well. Um, you know, I know you know this, Christina, and, and through the book, as I cover these various topics, I really thought it was important because I'm having a personal conversation really with the reader to put myself out there. And there are some private disclosures that uh, are made in the book. And one of which is that I've contended with depression since my, since my early teens really. And it's something that ever since I've, I've had to, I've had to struggle with at times and uh, at, at most other times, fortunately, just manage. And there are uh, certain ways to, uh, to to look at it. So, for example, in, in that part of the book, we come up with a mood scale. And there's a visual, but it's not really too difficult to, to, to visualize if just hearing it audibly. And, and that is, is you've got that center where you might imagine perfect mood balance. And then there's that range. There's there's that normal happy, that normal sad that we all experience. And no one really gets to define exactly what normal is, but whatever, whatever that is for you. Uh, and and then there's the the sinking deeper into the mild and moderate and severe depression. And from a from a mood health standpoint, I, I think I'll just focus a little bit more on on the depressive side here, both from personal experience and and what a lot of people might be feeling, even if for the first time. Uh, anything that I, before I keep continuing that you want to uh, that you want? No, that's great. Keep in? going. Uh, and so the 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 fact is 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 that we um, don't realize at first. Uh, whether we're we're actually into uh, a, a range of of mild depression, you you might actually come out of the winter season, for example, and suddenly springs here, and you feel like yourself again, and not realize, well, you know what? These I was really sluggish these past few months, and it might have just taken form in that way. Um, people really dance around this topic, and yeah, and it's been that way for quite some time, and I think the pendulum, gratefully, is is swinging, uh, but. You know, we're talking about mental health. You know, our brains are part of our physical bodies. Yeah, and uh, there's really no separation uh, here. And one of the one of the facts is, I I think if no one personally has really experienced in a you know an you know a mental health event themselves, certainly as someone a close family member or a friend, I don't think really anyone has been spared from. Uh, encountering this in some way, shape, or form in our lives, and so I think we can all speak to and, and relate to it personally, and uh, and should just be more out in the open about it. And hey, there's there's no way around it. We're all going through a a major adjustment uh, in in the new normal, whatever that is for for any of us. Uh, you know, whether that's being sheltered in place uh, at one point in time, and what our future holds for us, and how we have to adapt to that, and. And no change doesn't come easy to anybody. Yeah. So it there's a you know there's a trigger 
you know, that some of us might be more vulnerable uh, at this time to having a struggle with mental health and maybe for the first time because of what's happening and the different challenges that you're encountering both realistically in life itself that might be the loss of a job or ab- you know absolutely certain grief uh, with uh, with the un- un- very unfortunate things that are that are happening um, with people getting sick and that's all real uh, you just you can't ignore it there's just no other way but through and and then there's the other aspects of not having structure and not knowing what to do with yourself and lying around and so for me in managing my depression in a, in a practical sense i look to the the 2 to the 3 day rule and that is as i know that you know, I might feel down any given day. All of us feel that way. Bad weather, for example, or we're going to string a couple days together. But for me, if if I get to a third day, I basically have to just sound the alarm. And there are just certain things I do around making sure I structure my time. I force myself to work out and, and just keep moving and, and get my endorphins up in that way. And the things that are going to lift me up that all of us, you don't have to have to contend with depression to do these things that are going to just uh, balance out some of the challenges that we're facing. Um, we talk about physical you know, social distancing, but it's really physical distancing. We're social creatures. So we should be reaching out. And, um, you know, so, so I'm not sure about you, Christina, but I've definitely reached out and and been in touch with some friends I haven't talked to in many years. Uh, Are you doing some things to compensate for, uh, for the, what we're adapting to here? Oh yeah. (laughs) Matter of fact, uh, my husband and I, we love escape rooms. We're so happy they are doing live streaming escape rooms. So now we can still do those together from the comfort of and safety of home when necessary. Wow. Yeah. An escape room would be the last place that you would find me. You know? Oh, we're obsessed. You know, yeah. That, speaking of mood boosters, that's a, definitely one for wow. us. So that keeps us going. That's fascinating. <laughs> we're so different. Who are you? So, I think we're all in like in a, you know, feel like we're kind of in an escape room right now. You know, it's, it's like, where are you in the world? I'm looking out of a bubble the same way you are right now. You know, the world's out there. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, I'm hearing, though, connection with others is very important for moving through uh when there is, uh, when you're on that lower part of the mood scale. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even if you're not, you know, physically, I mean, whatever that means to you, you know, literally dipping down. I mean, for me, it's like quicksand. You know, if I, if I get, if I get lower than the two or three days or, you know, where you're not even, you're just kind of starting to feel that way and you let yourself sink, it just gets that harder and harder to escape from it. And, and I, I imagine people know that feeling. Um, you know, one of the other things that, that has come about, and I do think it's really more for the positive here, is that the pivot that the um, mental health providers have had to make to uh, provide care virtually. And so there's always been that barrier for people who've kind of been on the fence about, you know, I really think I need to talk to somebody, but, you know, if there's shame there or, you know, just that barrier of I'm not calling, you know, some witch doctor and getting on someone's couch, you know, the proverbial, <laughs> you know, cliche, but now yeah. it's so accessible, right? The, the telehealth to be able to reach out and, and call someone and, you know, another, you know, we're, it's a very serious topic. It doesn't get much more serious than this. And, and again, I, I really prefer not to dance 
around it and have had other personal experiences. And one of them uh, is is in 2012, my brother David, uh, who uh, I'm I'm closest with in in age, um, he uh, you know he had struggles with uh, his physical health and he. Uh, got caught on opioids, and mm. um, unfortunately, he you know he had made the decision. He checked out, and mm. uh, you know, I'll do anything to to prevent that. Um, you know, for anyone else who's who's feeling like they can't keep themselves safe, right? There's yeah. there's help out there, and if if you can't find it from your friends and your family, and it may be something very clinical that you do need a professional. Um, you know, reach out and 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 the other thing I'll say, and the the challenge that really is, you know, there with depression. You talk about you know rose colored lenses working the opposite way, and that you can see a very, you know, what feels like and maybe to a certain degree are a very set of challenging, um, circ- set of circumstances and and feeling like the you know the sky's falling on you and 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 yet you know, turning back to earned confidence, number one, and turning back to the very, you know, it, there's a fact here that things won't always be this bad. And for me, that's when I was feeling really low, though, that keeping that in mind, it was almost like that life preserver that I was, you know, could reach for to know that, you know, I'm going to, I might be in quicksand right now, but I'm going to, I'm going to get my way out. Yeah. So it sounds like this is a very uh, personal journey on deciding where you're at on the mood scale and then how you can move through it. Uh, how do you, how would an individual determine where am I? Cause we could be a little skewed if we're towards the bottom, right? With our thoughts Absolutely. and how to get out of it. Yeah. So how do we determine one, where we're at on the mood scale and then what works best for us to move each of us individually to move through it? Well, I think that, you know, for example, I, I'm speaking to this from experience and I'm not, a, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a clinician. And, but when I, when I, when I reference this in the book, right, cause it's an educational chapter, I'm definitely relying on the, uh, the Mayo Clinic, right. And the definitions of these symptoms that, um, you know, are easy enough for anyone to find online. So, so when it's things like, um, you know, your behavior changes and your sluggishness or, um, you know, two or three minutes go by and without realizing it while it was happening, you were beating yourself up uh, mentally and emotionally. You know, those are, those are symptoms, you know, that's happening in your subconscious. Um, that, uh, that again, if anyone just even has, a um, a concern that they might be experiencing it to, to, to look at that. But, you know, generally speaking, just from our, our personal health, whether it's a, an app, you know, uh, an event of some sort where you're sliding down on that scale. It's just a great idea. Just have structure in your days. Feel like you're, uh, you know, set your sights on accomplishing things, and no matter how small, you know, to get those wins and f- keep moving and physical exercise and reaching out and and uh, being social and and doing the things that from a coping skill standpoint, whether that's listening to music or being in your escape room uh, or <laughs> you know, whatever that is that brings you joy. You know, those are yeah. the things that you need to do to fight back. Yeah. Healthy things that bring you joy. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Not that we need to clarify that, but right. Um, okay, cool. So um we will go ahead and how about share? So I know we're doing two different uh, podcast interviews with you. So for this topic right. of defeating worry and anxiety, right? and I will use your term, is there a final pearl of wisdom or zeism that you would like to share with the audience on this topic? 
Well, I just root back and earned confidence and that we just all have to recognize in that in ourselves, uh, how strong we are and, 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 and being a survivor, no matter what the circumstances are. And sometimes the reality is, and, and it is, there's just no other way, but through and, yeah. uh, and, and that's life and we'll make it as hard as it may be. So, you know, avoid the what ifs and stick with the what is. How's that? Yeah. How's that? Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, thank you for your wisdom today, Matt. Thank you. Really appreciate it, Christina. If you'd like to learn more about Matt, visit his website at zisms.com. That's Z or Z dash I-S-M-S dot com. Is it possible to have fun while developing yourself? Take a look at Christina's latest book, Life is an Escape Room, to see how the lessons learned through escape rooms apply to achieving more in life. Visit lifeisanescaperoom.com for more information.